0: Welcome to this episode of the Comedy Defect Podcast. My name is Winter, I'm a comedian, and this is my show. Those that are old to the show, you know the drill. Thanks for coming, guys. Those who are new to the show, you're very much welcome too. This is episode 95. Yes, that's right, I named last month's episode 95. Three and it was actually 94. I don't think it matters to you guys in as much that it just matters to me really because on the podcast app it says 94 so I thought I'm not going to change it in the intro, it's fine but it only matters to me because I know how many I've done but to you guys, all that matters is that we've got a good guest and this month we have an absolutely excellent guest. He runs the Roast Battle UK. It used to be Angel, now it is at The Bill Murray. Now details for that are at Callum Ross Comedy on Instagram go follow Callum, he's the one for episode 95, the interview guest that we have today. Uh, but go check his stuff out online, he's a very funny guy, a really lovely fella, and he nearly died, but we talk about that in the podcast as well. Now, I'm not going to talk very much on this intro, but I hope you had a good February as well, it was a shorter month, hopefully got through it, and uh, you, you know, you rested during the last winter month, and this one and played some games, I played some games too and just chilled out, it was really lovely I uh, had a massage in January, god it was great, and my knee feels an awful lot better I'm not ready to run on it yet, but you know what, I'm just taking my time, I'm taking it easy, I've written a show, I'm just going to ease myself into it, I'm going to just make it better, and it's all good, but you know what, right, I hope you just had a nice relaxing February as well, whatever you did, and uh yeah, so that's it I'm going to say, but what I will say is this, if you like this podcast and you want to donate to us, you can, go to Patreon, type in The Comedy Defect Podcast, I'll donate as much or as little as you want, and if you can't donate, that's okay, just tell your friends about your favourite episode, it tells people where we are and what we're up to. If you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm there, at Winter Dominus. that's Winter. D-O-M-I-N-U-S. And we're on Facebook, you go like the Comedy Defect Facebook page, and we also have a Comedy Defect Facebook group, and basically has the podcast there and what's coming up. I'm not going to be gigging around the country an awful lot this year, I'm going to be just bringing it in a little bit, as I say, I need to just sort of take stock and just kind of build up the, the joy, hold on to the rock if you like. And I'm going to be gigging, I say, in Fisheries Wharf Cafe, the third Tuesday of the month, and also Abbots Langley 4th Wednesday of the month as well from now until the Christmas Covid allowing. And I'm looking forward to that. I've written a show and I'm just going to be tweaking it as I go and uh, if you want to come see me do bits of it come to those two gigs. And that's all I'm going to say for this intro and this episode is episode 95 with the excellent Roastmeister himself Callum Ross of Roast Battle UK. Enjoy. Callum Ross Thank you for coming on The Comedy Effect. How are you doing, man?
1: No worries, man. Thank you for having me. Uh, I, I'm okay, you know. I'm yeah. as, about as good as I can be during the the shitty times, to be honest. But, um, yeah. you know, I'm surviving. I've got an Xbox. I've got some booze. Well, what, what more can you want, you know?
0: I saw that uh, you did... T- it's true, Xbox. Xbox, so are you paying the subscription, or are you just, like, getting old games and just rinsing through them, speed runs?
1: Oh, man, I've... uh the beginning of the pandemic, I started... Uh, going for like the old games that i'd never played before yeah it's never the time so was like metal gear solid nice uh grand theft auto 5 like all the classics um yeah i've been enjoying it actually how are you doing man
0: i'm all right man i'm all right i'm just kind of uh this third lockdown has really um but you probably like yourself you have to do loads of lists and stuff and trying to get shit done and but i'm just not attacking things as um determinedly as i I usually do even the first two lockdowns I was fine let's do this let's do that now this one I'm yeah. like I'm just like oh for fuck's sake I'm just like you know I'm I'm really it's it's a struggle mate you know we're supposed to do this yesterday and I was like oh great there's some fucking arsehole fucking chainsawing his fucking like tree <laughs> next to the my fucking earlobes you know what I mean I'm like look just fuck off man and so I was like that 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 kind of that was like that's kind of ruins your whole day those one little things you know
1: yeah definitely I I've had a. I've meant to have a guy come come round and fix my toilet now mm.
0: uh,
1: for about two weeks, and every time he's meant to turn up, he doesn't. And it's that anxiety because you're like, oh, right, I need to go for a shit now. <laughs> oh god! Because worst case scenario, I need to go for a shit when he's round, yeah. doing it in the pizza box in my room or something. I don't know. Oh, no. but um, Yeah, he, he keeps not turning up at the time he's meant to uh, he's meant to be here like an hour ago and still hasn't turned up so i've got that anxiety that he's going to have a three minutes so
0: yeah oh man that's I that's stressful mate from. that's worse than fucking waiting for the internet to come around isn't it really that is a natural function it's like you know you need to fucking you use... so what do you like have you got another toilet in the house or is what's the story no about?
1: no no i need that toilet that's the only toilet i have oh no I'm in a house with like uh, four other people as well. Mostly all comedians, so we all need to shit all the time, oh. as you know. <laughs> all got IBS. It's crazy, um, but yeah, yeah it's uh, yeah, it's, it's it's needed, man. Yeah. The anxiety of not having a toilet is is hard.
0: I'll, I'll bet, man. That's it, and then the extra stress is not helping your, you know, your kind of control of that situation. You know, it's like Absolutely. right. That is that's not the stress is, contributes to irritable bowel and stuff like that. That is. That is not helping. Like so, if all got like that. That must be a very tense household you're living in right now, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. You, yeah, it is, mate. Yeah. Is it the, the 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 flush broken or something? Is it? I'm trying to fix your toilet now. I could do this it's, all for Zoom. Um, <laughs> it's
1: just it's leaking, basically. Oh, no. Um Yeah, yeah. And I did. I just I thought I'd be fancy and get one of those like toilet system blocks put it in spruce up the toilet a little bit hmm. um and now it's just like covered Joe, you know the ones that turn your water blue yeah 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 nice so put that in now basically my high, entire toilet bathroom floor um oh, just looks like some sort of like smurf period or something oh, it's crazy no. so that's, yeah it's blue yeah. everywhere mate
0: yeah kind of want to make it feel like a uh, hotel don't you it's like oh I've got, i'll just like make my <laughs> relaxing <laughs> water as yeah. well the same but oh that's gone now i don't know where it's gone but it's it's i'm, I'm, I'm at peace i've let it yeah, go I like
1: I like to have a relaxing
0: shit. I like to put on Enya, <laughs> light a candle, you know, make it a real thing. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Was it, um, you got a whole uh, system going on, I like that. Was it, uh, I was looking at your, uh, you did a show last year, didn't you? Callum Ross presents Ross after the screaming stops. You did that, Yes. You, did that, you actually did it, did you do the, did the Fringe online thing last year then?
1: No, no, that was... Um, no, that wasn't last year. That was the the year before. See, I sorry. don't even know
0: what date is, mate. I don't even know what date is right, anymore. Sorry, mate. what
1: What you said last year, to be honest, I've forgotten. We've gone into a new year because it's just so soon. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, the year before, obviously, when the fringe was a, a live thing. Hmm. Yeah, I did some, my debut with Laughing Horse. Yeah, the Ross oh, Circus nice. Group stops. Yeah, um, it was based on. There's a Ross documentary that came out early in the year. I don't know if you saw it. Did you no. see it? No, I didn't. Oh, it's incredible! So I fell in love with this documentary. It's about the Bros uh, twins. There's the band in the eighties,
0: yeah,
1: uh, pop band, which I knew nothing about really, other than like their their number one single, like um, "When Will I Be Famous." Mm-hmm. Uh, I know
0: that song. Yeah, for you sure. know that
1: song. Yeah. it's. I mean, it's. It's not like I'm a fan of them or anything, but you need to watch this documentary because it's just amazing like okay. they're so funny in it right um they just have some amazing quotes and i was really inspired by this <laughs> by this documentary beginning of the year and as you know when you sort of register your edinburgh fringe title you had to yeah. do it early in the year and this this documentary was huge it was going mm. you know big online with all the quotes and like little memes from it and stuff and i thought this would be great because mm. it's, I, I, it's a good pun on my name because it's the documentary is called Bros after the screaming stop, so oh, I thought right, I'd right. call it Ross after the screaming stop. Cool. I had the same poster as like the documentary as well. Nice. Um, and I thought this would be great. This will get some people in because they'll have seen the Bros documentary. Yeah. Have the same sense of humour as me. They'll love it. Mm. Uh, it turns out by August, everyone had forgotten about the Bros documentary, oh. <laughs> and not a, not a single person. That I think I had a few people throughout the run so I'd sort of speak to people asking if they knew the reference and uh, most of the time I didn't so but yeah it was, it was sort of like relating to the brush documentary and like my anxiety yeah um, so yeah it was it's was quite a good mix but it's a good show I, I really enjoyed doing it.
0: Did you get one or two people come because of the documentary or did you go oh this I is did. A... Oh
1: good. But but not enough you know uh, I, wanted yeah, totally. to be... <laughs> <laughs> I wanted it to be I wanted to be a cultural zeitgeist thing that everyone would like oh yeah I saw that this is be funny but nah didn't work out that yeah. way.
0: Did you open up and go, look, have you seen the documentary? Uh, <laughs> and if you haven't, look, I mean, I don't know why you're here. I'm not sure what this, if this show is for you. Yeah, you're like a bit worried. You could have all right. But I mean, I'm sure, like, that's a weird, so you're explaining it, half explaining it. I remember the first uh, Fringe in 2013 I did with um, Nick Root and Albie Flowers, who, you know, don't do comedy anymore. And, right. uh, and like, we did it at like quarter to 12 uh, in the, the Jekyll and Hyde uh, at night. And um, it was, like, it was a tough run. But, like, there was, remember one time there was two Norwegian girls turned up and... Like they were the only audience we had, and it was like at one, you know, basically. For, but no, it was a quarter to one in the morning. Uh, you know, so like at one in the morning, these two Norwegian girls were there, and they we were like had fuck all really. Where you know, Alby Flowers quit, <laughs> quit before we got up there, so just me and oh, him no. doing a two hander, and he was on the poster. I was like where's the other guy? It's like just us two, and so um, <laughs> so we had to like do half an hour each, and they didn't get any of the references because you know you're just at the beginning, you're like filled with references towards like TV and everything. You think oh everyone gets this? No, no, they don't. No, 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 not at all. And uh, and like, so yeah, I spent the whole time explaining the jokes and they gave us like, in Veriston. them, they gave us 20 quid each at the end of the show. Uh, and I was like, oh my God, like, but yeah, I get the, the explaining of the, the, you know, the narrative of your piece yeah, in the show. Absolutely. It's like, oh man, it's, uh, it's a tough one. All right, but yeah, so yeah, I had a good run. You did like all, you did the whole run, yeah?
1: The whole run, yeah. Uh, it was good, man. And I know what you mean with that. Like you just kind of, I think like a lot of Edinburgh shows, sort of change as the run goes on as well yeah. like exactly what you said and I think after day two I was already like adapting it to go all right well forget bros like this has nothing <laughs> <Do you laughs> what I mean I was just I wasn't even bothering explaining it I was just going straight in uh just with the jokes which luckily None of them were actually about Bros. Otherwise, that could have been quite awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it was all good. I yeah. really enjoyed
0: it. They seem like a, a couple of characters themselves, though. Really, they, I think they've just taken the piss. They just got managed to land lucky break, and they looked. To, they were twins, and they were able to sing. And I, I yeah. think they had it. They kind of played it. I mean, from what I gather from the limited experience of the, the, that band, I have, they just do it tongue-in-cheek sort of thing, isn't it?
1: Well, the brilliance of the document, the documentary, and I would recommend that you watch it, mm. uh, and all your listeners watch it as well. The but brilliance of it is, is they these are my type favorite type of people that are just really dumb, mm. like have a really low <laughs> IQ, but they think they're intelligent, and mm. that's genius because you just get some genius comedy from that. Like mm. they will they're like philosophers, but they have no idea what the fuck they're talking about, right. uh, and it's amazing. There's my favorite scene in the whole documentary is where I think it's Matt Goss uh, is complaining that you are no longer allowed to play Conkers anymore. Because right. <laughs> they banned conquers apparently, yeah. and he's talking it like it's like with the passion, like a uh, civil rights leader would do yeah. about like Black Lives Matter or something yeah. really important. like, yeah, <laughs> <it's> the, like <laughs> the
0: Confederate flag, you know, issue sort of thing. Like the, the yeah, power behind it,
1: and it's like, about Conkers. Oh uh, and yeah, you need to watch it, man. We, no, we need okay. to talk about it again. All right, I'll
0: check it. that it's out, incredible. man. I'll check that out. It must be 2019 as well that you you really got hit by a car, didn't you? I saw the oh. video, man.
1: Yeah, man. I did. I mean, I did get hit by a car. Oh, yeah. Um, in the knee, isn't it? In the knee. And uh, if there's any lawyers listening, I'm on a wheelchair now because I need yeah. that money uh, <laughs> for the claim. But no, I'm joking. Yeah. No, but um, yeah, was, I, I was very lucky. Like I kind of like managed to, if you've seen the video, I sort of dodged out the way enough <sighs> because I was sort of like in my mind, when the car was coming towards me, mm. I was sort of like jumping over it like a ninja. <laughs> and yeah, like it, I look I, in my mind, it, like was slow motion, like I was a athletic like hurdler or something, mm. like going over it. But in reality, I do, I look like a complete pussy. Uh, but I made it out alive. I sort of. Sort of jumped out of the way enough. It just sort of scraped my knee yeah. and doesn't get massive impact, so I was still able to sort of. I did. I was out for a bit on crutches, but yeah. I'm sort of walking fine now and everything.
0: Jeez, man. good. That is. Yeah. You, I was like, I saw the video. I was like, Holy shit! You were so lucky, there, man. Just yeah. Like, that that was going so fast. Definitely. What did you do the next day? Did You just go, oh my fucking knee! Oh for fuck's <laughs> sake! Did you, oh, Pretty did you much. Drink the shit out of it. How did you get through it? Like you know. Wow. Well,
1: yeah. So actually i don't know if you know the story uh, yeah. of the whole thing but yeah. I'll, I'll tell you but basically i got so i got hit by the car obviously and mm. i was just in shock um obviously after the sort of police and ambulance came i went to the hospital got checked over and then i was like oh, i don't think it's too bad and then i sort of came home and just had a bath and i was just screaming in the bath because it's so painful yeah just like probably scared all my housemates because this is probably like four in the morning when this yeah. is all happening jesus so yeah, yeah, I was fine in the end. But the obviously the police were sort of looking into it. It turns out they there was like a gang that was fighting earlier in the night. Right. So there was these these gang members that sort of like having a bust up outside, yeah. and I guess like one of them must have looked like me. Right. So what happened is that when I was out, I was actually on my phone like Audrey and Uber outside because you can see me at the beginning of the video. I'm just like on my phone, yeah. like looking. I'm. I don't know if you do this when you order an uber you like look at the little animation yeah, of the car yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah I don't know why I just do that mm. when I was just doing that enjoying my life waiting for the car mm-hmm. bit drunk had been drinking with some friends after a show and then like yeah I just heard the car coming to, to kill me and like my first <laughs> thought wasn't and why would it be because I was on a pavement in Angel mm. uh, in Islington that this car is trying to kill me my mm. first thought was just oh like this must be my Uber driver, just yeah. like really keen <laughs> coming to fight. <laughs> uh, but no, it was someone trying to kill me. So I luckily saw that in time and, and dumped it away. But they must, yeah, apparently they, they, the police think it, I must have looked like one of them. They they thought I was in this fight earlier on or something. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, because it was exactly where it happened earlier on. Yeah. So putting you know, A and B together, that makes sense. But uh, they never caught them. It's a stolen car anyway. Right. It's, yeah. So it got
0: away. It's Grand Theft Auto, mate. Mate, that's it. So you're just like you just like started to play Grand Theft Auto, Auto 5 to, to just like <laughs> yeah, it's, <kinda>
1: very, <laughs> yeah, it's redemption for me. Yeah, I get to run over other people. It's like reverse <laughs> therapy, basically. Yeah, really. helps. <laughs> <out. laughs> oh, oh,
0: oh. I think we've we've stumbled onto something here. Some comu- yeah, computer game therapy, mate. That's, that's it. Oh, so, <laughs> that's <great>. so it's <laughs> great. Isn't it? yeah. So what seems to be your problem? Okay, right. So you have PTSD. Okay, Call of Duty <laughs> is probably not for you um so
1: well, no, I, I say you play call of duty more <laughs> until you get over it if you're scared of heights jump off a cliff that's what yeah. i say yeah
0: you know? yeah fair play uh, i like that that's nice was it um either like i guess the uber is it turned to a bit yet or have you just like is it too like just painful you know? oh
1: mate i was trying to make it a bit i think i went up um like two days after i went up at mm. angel comedy and did it straight away uh, just told the story and you know, mm. to see what what came of it yeah. and i was planning to i think it it is a bit but i think it would really help is if you had the, like a powerpoint with the the actual clip oh, yeah. behind yeah because it's so uh hard to believe the whole story mm. unless you see it actually happen yeah it's because it's it's crazy it's i put it up online if you follow me you can see it on a uh, calum comedy on instagram once you actually see it it's you go oh shit this is this is true yeah. but until you see it so i was planning to maybe do it as like a show like a bit in a show nice. or uh yeah. which i think would really work i have done it on stage but, it, you know, it, it's, it's hard to explain. Of course. It's, it's, it's a hard concept, you, you know?
0: know. It's your clip you send to every promoter now as well. Say, so, look, I fucking, I nearly died, okay? This is, <laughs> I'm able to deal with difficult situations. I mean, yeah. this is worse than any heckle you're ever gonna get at one of your shows. That's uh, true. That's serious, like, wow. What was that, 2019?
1: 2019, yeah. Wow. It was wow. like yesterday, mate, but yeah, 2019. I'll bet, I'll bet. Tragic.
0: I mean, like, because the thing is, when you're trying to explain it, it's like you kind of, you know, because people exaggerate. But when you see the clip, it's like you were that close. You yeah, were yeah. That close. It's like, wow.
1: Oh, for Jeez. sure. Very nearly died. Yeah, yeah definitely. Man. Yeah. How
0: many shows have you written, Cal?
1: Uh, well, I've only done one, I've only done one solo. Mm. Before that, I've done a split bill. Like you mentioned, you did one with two friends. I did it with Cressida Wetton. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Dylan Dodds. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did one called Small Town Fools. Yep. which was 2017, nice. I think. Um, and that was my first sort of show um, as a split bill. And also I've been doing Roast Battle up in Edinburgh as well yes, now. Yes, that's great. Uh, since 2018. So, okay. mm. yeah, with um, co-producer, if you will, Victor Petraska and me and him have been up in Edinburgh doing that as well, mm. so yeah.
0: And you've been doing that in Angel as well, haven't you? When, when,
1: yeah, we did on. it in Angel since 2017. Actually started it in when I used to host uh, the Hideaway Open Mic in 2016 oh yeah so as far as that maybe the end of 2016 I've been doing Roast Battle now Uh, so four years yeah and uh, yeah
0: it's great it's great fun man it's
1: yeah. have you, seen, have, you seen, have
0: you seen it? I, yeah I did it Winter. like 2000. I think did it was 2017 I think
1: oh wow um,
0: okay. and uh, I was I was doing a, I was doing a story based show and none of my stuff was gonna didn't work for any of that format whatsoever <laughs> I was like <laughs> right. uh, okay well I'm just gonna go back to the drawing board I did the Burns um, what's it, the one in uh, like the Monty Burns uh, roast roast um, oh, battle thing Scott um, uh, Scott's
1: Roast that, thank you Scott's yeah, yeah, Roast yeah,
0: yeah. and that was I mean that was great fun I knew what to expect then I was like okay fine this is that was in two thousand eighteen when I was like, "All right, I know how this is just great. Just be your, just be your horrific self on the inside, on the outside. Yeah, yeah. It was wonderful. It was great fun. <laughs> Pretty much, um, yeah. It gives uh,
1: you a free speech, freedom to to do that, basically.
0: Yeah, it was, and it was. And so I was like, I, I got the kind of handle on it that that year, and I was like, Oh man, I should have done this every night. I don't know why I was so terrified <laughs> 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 to show people who I really am. You know, in the beginning, <laughs> in, the, in the beginning, you kind of go, Oh, um, you know, oh, um, everyone says, Oh, you should be yourself. That is the worst bit of information or you know advice you should give of any comedian who's starting off trying to get anywhere in comedy you know the for all the gigs you just generally don't don't be yourself just be funny yeah <laughs> oh, that's you know?
1: the best advice be funny absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. Don't tell us
0: things, just make us laugh. That yeah, that's it. I mean, I, w- I don't want to hear about your pre- depression unless it's a hilarious <laughs> bit. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. To make it funny. That's all that counts. That's
0: right. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I want to see your pain and I want to laugh at your pain. That's what I want. Um, yeah. And that's the, uh, that, that's the great thing about the roast battle is, is the opposite, isn't it? So I want mm-hmm. you want you to inflict pain on this other person so we can see them suffer and then they can inflict pain on you to pay you out for what you've just done. <laughs> it's just so much fun, that show.
1: Yeah. I think Roast Battle is like, if you'd put a Venn diagram for the perfect Roast Battle joke, it's like a really clever, well-constructed joke. And then the other side of the Venn diagram is, wow, that is really harsh and real. And I can't believe you just said that about his dead mum. Yeah. Like, is that those two things together just makes the perfect Roast joke. It's uh, oh, Totally. It's a, it's an art form in itself. I it think, is. Rosebell.
0: It's an exercise of letting go of your, you know, your societal constraints within this safe space, <laughs> safe yeah. space for, for horror. Isn't yeah. it? It's like, great. Oh, finally. It's like, oh, it's just, it's such a lovely, um, liberating feeling really. Yeah. Oh, it's great, man. So and um, when you,
1: you were saying about you being, not being yourself, cause you're obviously a lovely guy. Everyone knows you's That Winter there as is, is a, is a nice guy.
0: I'm lying. Um, I've been lying for years now. <laughs>
1: exactly. We saw the truth. to you. Rose That's Rosebell.
0: why I don't have many friends, Callum. This is what how i get friends this is what the podcast is me building friendships that's what it's about well um, during
1: the pandemic i think that's what everyone's doing friendships now yeah. like, so you might as well put it online but um, so
0: yeah
1: but yeah like so i always say like, like everyone says ah oh, i don't know if i should do that Calum. Like, it's not for me i'm too nice i'm like well i don't know because like i think the roast the best roast battlers are really nice people generally yeah like Victor, I think is probably the best, one of the best roast battles I've ever seen. Mm. Like he consistently does well, and he's the nicest guy ever. Yeah. But he just has that evil side, and then you just have to bring he's... out for the show, you know.
0: Mate, he shoved it down. He's just fucking pushed all that shit yeah. to the bottom. It's all in. It. It's all from the toe. It's in the toes. I mean, he's probably got gout. It's just.
1: <laughs> fucking shoved it so
0: hard down there mm. uh but yeah it's that's the thing it's like it's harder to be nice that's the thing it's hard to be nice to everyone right it's just if you're just a prick you're just like oh well that's easy you don't have to talk to anyone because everyone leaves you the fuck alone
1: <laughs> yeah well it's like larry david i always i think larry david's uh from kirby was my hero was brilliant you know, like, he just brilliant. does what he wants that's what mm-hmm. i want to be but i can't i'm too nice i was brought up you know in england so i'm i'm too fucking british yeah and, yeah, I need to. I want to be a cunt, but I
0: can't, man. You know, they said whatever animal inside you, you know, you feed whichever one you feed, it gets bigger and stronger. Like you know, but I, I don't know. Sometimes I'm, I kind of I do something and like I go, I go, what? Why did you? You don't even like doing that thing. What? Are, what are you doing that for? Who are you trying to? Oh, who are you trying to prove that to? Are you trying to prove it to the other person or yourself? Just fuck off, Winter. Fuck off. <laughs> you, know, do you, get do you get that as well. I get that kind of like yes, uh, that absolutely. second. Oh, it's like I don't even want to say hello to this. Pro- why did you say hello to me? You don't even. What, no, fuck, no, no. Because you're, I yeah. like
1: that, because you're a nice person, man. You're a yeah. decent person. You shouldn't, uh, t- try not to push it down too much. That's right. the trick, I All right, think. I'll save it for the roast bell. Yeah, <laughs> that's why you're allowed to do. it. A roast bell is, yeah. the, it's, you'd be nice like 99% of your life and then the 1% you get to be a dick and that's yeah. what roast bell is all about.
0: I'm going to say to as well, because when I, when I did like a little, you know, you do a little search on, who are you going to meet? Because I've met you on, on the circuit for quite a while now. And yeah. like, you don't kind of go, oh, I'm just going to go Google that person that I met at the at the gig. You know what oh, I mean? No, you just, yeah, yeah. You just go, add them on Facebook and then you go, oh, hey, man, how's it going? But I look, are you an editor by any chance? Or is that just someone else that has the oh. same name as you?
1: Um, is it on, did you see that on the British comedy? Guys?
0: Yeah, there's an editor, mate. He's just Callum Ross, Callum Ross exactly yeah. the same spelling as well, as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, no. We got our um, IMDBs, if you will, oh. our like uh, career profiles do get mixed up. Yeah. Uh, quite a lot. So I think he's like the editor of um, Fresh Meat, is it is that oh, right? mate, He's a got keep a heap show. Oh yeah.
0: He, he, loads of things. He's got like a CV yeah. as long as like as your arm, mate. He's just he is incredibly um prolific. I mean I mean yes. I'm sure you um, you are as well. But I'm well. just gonna this is, this is <laughs> <laughs> this, this is going. I'm going to pull this up. Pull this and pull up, you're Pull up. Uh, we're going to hit a wall. Uh, no, but it's like hell, so. You get you. Do you, do you ever get uh, any uh, emails from anyone about editing and stuff? Just try your fucking hands at it, mate.
1: I, I think that's very good advice. I should just blag it in it. Yeah. Uh, no, I haven't, but I have been confused for him before. Right. Yes, yeah, so it's not the first time. I did. I, yeah, I love that both of the our things have melded together, <laughs> so it looks really weird because it's like I think as where he was probably editing. Uh, or as a writer on on fresh meat and that was probably when i was doing or the last series and i was doing like a free hander in edinburgh mm. and that's on there so they're probably like well this is why is <laughs> why did he <laughs> why did he go and do a free hand show in edinburgh when he was like writer for the most successful um sitcom of, of that year i don't know but yeah so it looks a bit odd yeah but I mean, I'm not. I I don't know how to to correct it. Uh, I don't know how to take it. I'm just going to leave it. See what happens. If so I get any work from it, I think I benefit. Yeah. I apologise to him. He's probably <laughs> lost work from it. He's probably seen like a someone's looked him up for work and saw a roast battle clip where I'm being like horrific, or whatever. But I apologise. The other yeah. Callum Ross. But it's yeah, for funny. me, it's it's fine. When none of us are actors. That's the thing. If I was to do, I've done. Like random sketch stuff on mm. on BBC Three and stuff, but not really an actor. So I've I'm not never had to, to use like a spotlight name or anything like that. Yeah. So I'm, maybe I should get in before he does if he decides to become an actor as well. Yeah.
0: I think so. Matt. So what was the uh, what was the BBC acting thing you did?
1: I've done like really little things, but I've just done Joe, do like the, the BBC quickies. Oh, right, yeah. Like, I've just done some little things on there, for example. But What, what yeah,
0: were you doing? In, who were you?
1: Who was that? I? Like, a uh, coffee drinker number three or something, yeah, <laughs> oh, cool. like that sort of thing. <laughs> Did
0: you get a yeah. line? Did you get a line or an answer? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Just it? a really quick. Like, I can't even remember, man. I think it was something like. <laughs> I can't remember. I think the sketch was, from what I recall, was like. Uh, it was written by uh, Janine Haruni, but it was basically. Like loads of guys chatting her up in the in the coffee shop. Yeah. Uh so I think I've had like a chat up line or something like
0: that. Yeah. Nice,
1: nice. So nothing for the other Callum Ross to worry about. Alright,
0: that's fine. That's fine. You <laughs> <laughs> so you I love it. You're sabotaging someone else's career. I like that. That's yeah. uh, that's fun.
1: Well uh, that's how I like to live. <laughs> I'm gonna put his credits on my Edinburgh Post the next oh,
0: year. Brilliant, so. <laughs> brilliant. You got a you got a pretty decent quote there from Broadway Baby as well. Uh talented oh, yeah. and experienced.
1: Yeah, yeah. Nice. That was got reviewed at Roast Battle. Oh, yeah. We've got a five star review as well. That's oh, a really good one. Nice. So that was that was brilliant. Yeah. And yeah, it's a good good little quote there. Yeah. To pull out. So damn nice. right.
0: That's it. So take that Callum Ross editor.
1: Yeah, <laughs> screw you. And uh,
0: so are you still doing the Roast Battle UK online or are you just like doing the this is like put well, it to bed for a bit?
1: We've put it to bed for a bit, but we are considering bringing it back soon because we are both very bored. I think mm. Vic Victor's actually um out in Europe, touring around Europe wherever he can, wherever he's right. open. Great. So last time I spoke to him, was a week ago or so, and he was in Barcelona doing a show there. And he's been in Berlin, Amsterdam. But, you know, I think everything's closed down even there now, yeah. as well as here. So we are both very bored, so we're considering bringing it back. We did do it at the lockdown one. We did it every Friday then, and it was a good laugh. Right. So I mean I very much enjoyed it. So yeah, maybe we'll bring it back. If yeah. the people want it, we'll we'll bring it. I'd to love
0: them. to I'd love to join in, man. Have fun, man. Yeah, I'd, I'd love I'd to. Have you, man. A little bit of darkness in, in the soul, especially this with this lockdown thing. Yeah. just the rat inside your brain starts eating everything, doesn't it? It's like, oh, what's, what about this? Remember this? No, fucking fuck off. Absolutely, um, yeah. So like I think about that that roast battle thing. It's like yeah. sometimes you know we get asked, you ask people for information about them. Right. Or or like, is that what you do? You like, you kind of go, well, it gives me some information for this person, you know, for, for your your history, whatever. And then people like the <laughs> people get, who do it often give the most banal stuff, don't they? Yeah. They're just like, oh, yeah, OK, so I'm a man and I'm from Ireland and uh, uh it, this, I have black hair and blue eyes. And th- yeah, OK, look, man. And so then you have to start making stuff up, don't you? And then you have to be <laughs> even more hideous about the stuff that, you know, you just, you know, you kind of like uh you're more creative with the... um. With with this backstory that you can destroy, yeah. so you build a story, which makes it even more fun, really, in a way, doesn't it? It's like, oh, okay, right, I'm just telling lies about this person, <laughs> and you know that people will believe and and just destroy you with. And, and their other person's going, "Did that? How can I? How can I come back at that?" I, I didn't even know this about yeah. myself. It's great. That's great. So, uh,
1: so yeah, it's, I think that's a bit. It's not playing the game, fa- you know, fairly there. If yeah. you just sort of be very vague with your with your facts. I agree. And sometimes even you, you'd think like, well. I haven't really got much to say it's like well tell me you know where you grew up where cuz you could you never know you can just you can get stuff out yeah. of like really banal facts um, and make it really interesting but yeah that annoys me when people try and play tactically and they're mm. like oh no I'm fine I'm just you know, I'm in a relationship. I'm married, and I'm I'm white, and I'm single, and I'm straight. And it's like, okay, great, but you must have something, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that annoys. Me. I think that's that's cheating, really. You want to give it away? I, I mean, I always, if anyone battles me, I'd give everything away. I used to say, well, come see my Edinburgh show because, like, yeah. <laughs> if you're battling me, because this year I'm just spilling everything out. Yeah. So if you just come see that, you'll have loads of uh, stuff on me.
0: So when did you start doing comedy?
1: Um, so I actually I started in in 2013, mm. and I was. I, then I wasn't living in London. I was living like in Swindon, and I've always wanted to do comedy. So I I, I was a, a flyer back in the Edinburgh Fringe like two thousand nine, hmm. and I was flying for a few comedians. So I was flying for I don't know if I can say because of the story I'm about to tell, but okay. <laughs> okay. I'll tell I'll tell you a few of them. So I was I was flying for Phil Jupitus at uh-huh. the time. So he was doing a uh, Phil Jupiter used to do a character um, who's a poet. It's called Porky the Poet. Yep. Yeah. And He used to do jokes and sort of poems, and he was doing a sort of poetry comedy show which was sponsored by Purple Ronnie. Mm. And it was, in, it was in Bristow Square, the big, you know, the big purple cow yep. fit that they used to have. Uh, so it was there, so that was him and a, and a few other poets. So it was like Luke Wright, uh, Laura Dockrell. these are like people you would know if you're really into spoken word and, and poetry. And Ed Axel, um, mm. do you know Ed Axel?
0: Yes, I do actually, I do love yeah. that name.
1: Yeah, so he's a very alternative comedian uh, really funny guy mm. and yeah so, so I was flying for him and the other comedian who I won't say I was flying for basically I, I was the first person I told that I want to do comedy mm. and I, it was really really discouraging oh. so that's why I'm not much I mean it's fine like I completely understand it now but like mm. uh, at the time I was like I built up the courage after flying at the end of the festival, I sort of built up the courage to sort of ask them for advice about Mm. how to get into comedy. I was probably like 19 years old at the time. They were just like, (laughs) oh. Just like, oh, not another one for fuck's sake. Uh, And that really put me off. I was like, okay, I'm not part of the gang. I can't do it sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So i always wanted to do it. And then I sort of put put it off. And it was only a few years later where it's my girlfriend at the time sort of said um oh yeah you, you're really funny you're always coming up with ideas like have you ever hmm. thought about doing uh, doing comedy and i was like oh my god actually it's yes like have and i've just been hiding this thing that i've wanted to do yeah for years and that <laughs> made me she sort of was very encouraging sort of like looked up where yeah. to do it and uh, the the first gig i think came up on google search was like the lion's den have you done that before yeah yeah. yeah 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 um, in uh, Leicester Square, mm-hmm. and uh, it's one of those ones you have to go up really early at the time, and sort of queue outside for like an hour before you get in yeah. to get on the list, sort of one. And um, yeah, I went and, I went and did went from Swindon, got like the coach Whoa. to to there, got in, and then got my name on the list, and then just saw like the first act go up, and I just shit myself, oh, no. and I basically just left like oh. immediately, and then I went like took me another three weeks, went back again. And then I finally I did it, and then I did like I think I did about two and a half minutes or three minutes on stage, yeah. just completely freaked out. But then something about it, even though I know I did that at the time, I would you know maybe want to do it again. Mm. So I sort of just went back like maybe like once a month, once a fortnight mm. from like Swindon where I was living at the time to London. So I did that for about a year, and then I then I stopped because I was like I really want to do this, but I'm gonna wait till I move to London yeah. like properly to do it. So then I sort of came, I think I came back to London, eventually moved to London at the end of 2014, 2015, early 2015. Mm. And that's when I started doing it a bit bit more yeah. properly. But yeah, I'd say like the last four years, three or four years have been like me properly doing it before that. It's just, you know, just doing open mics and stuff. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. So that was a really ne- negative thing from the other uh, spoken yeah, word comedians. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like oh okay, look, mate, you just... Just fucking cool your jets, mate. We don't. We've looked at you. <laughs> we've looked how you flyer, and we just think that the way you, you're not flying in a funny way. You know, yeah. it's just not a funny flying. You know, we just don't have what it takes. It's the way you even the way you stand. Look, I just know. You know, <laughs> that haircut. is just not. Yeah, it
1: felt like a real personal attack, and yeah. it was probably in all honesty, it's probably that person knows how hard it is to yeah. do stand up and how hard it is to get into it. And probably just by asking someone isn't even the right thing to do. You should, you should do it anyway. No, but so, you want,
0: you, want you I mean, in fairness, like, is there's not really a route unless you're in that club, is yeah. there? You don't know. It's like, you're like, it just seems like such a mountain to scale. Like, you know, you're like, well, you know, you're going to scale El Capitan. You've never even, like, you know, kind of hiked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like, okay, where's the route? Okay, you know, acting and stuff like that is an obvious route. But comedy is just so kind of... Just there's no it, it, it seems there's so many directions you can go in and yeah. m- most of them are wrong, but you know, you know <laughs> but you know there's a lots of different. So you I mean asking someone is yeah I mean I would have done this I'm like yeah who how do I do it into this? That thing is like you, you you automatically think you know you're at that age you're like it's definitely my fault they definitely have seen something in me Oh, that, absolutely. you know I can
1: really insecure that young lad from mm. like the west country that like, grew up yeah. in like a village in the middle of nowhere and it was really like that was a huge deal for me to go to Edinburgh and kind of uh, totally. see this whole massive festival which blew my mind so yeah yeah, it was it was a very intimidating experience, but that, so that's why yeah. I think I don't. Did people ask you? are they asked you if, how do I get into comedy and stuff for uh, advice?
0: Just kind of um, join the comedy collective. You know yourself. You remember when the comedy collective was only eight hundred members? You're like, oh my god, right. eight hundred members. You're like, oh, and then you're like Ev- every day. It's like now it's like it's some like 10, fifteen thousand or something wow. crazy, isn't it? Yeah, so it's yeah. like, and it's like uh, I remember when a comedy collective used to be a real thing. You know, <laughs> 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 no, but but like that was it, and then they like other like factions split off. Oh no! This is the this is the group for comedy. No, this is the better one. No, and it's all kind of like you know different stars and different kind of uh, levels for everything. But, yeah. but as I say, so like yeah, I mean for yeah, people ask me, and I'm just like yeah, just kind of uh, I I kind of give them like I think usually give me like a contact list of like a small like of whether this what this way you go ask these people for gigs, and like you know um, yeah, I, I, and if if someone's new to comedy, I always have them down at my shows, you know, because when they did, <clears> were running, because you know I like to just see give people a chance you know in, in a yeah. proper room you know, be awful sometime you know must well be do it mm. in a in a in a place that kind of will inspire you you know what i mean and and that uh it's just nice to kind of support local Talent as well. They're kind of just up and coming. It's kind of yeah. like you know, and it just you because know, you remember what you were like when you were in that situation, you know. A lot 100%. of people, are, and a lot of people are so fucking jaded about it, and, and they just really crush everyone's spirit and kind of go, oh, you know, like, and there's there's no need to walk on their bones, you know. They're they're gonna they'll they'll, they'll come up and, and get the confidence too, but it's just there's a little bit of a lack there from them their point of view to destroy someone else's you know soul like <laughs> that. But unless it's a roast battle, then you could just just annihilate like <laughs> them and just that's fine. But they, you know, what yeah, you're going for. Them,
1: very kindly to do the roast battle and yeah. then destroy them when they're on the
0: show yeah <laughs> exactly if, if you've got beef with someone just go there just do you want to do this do you, yeah yeah i think mean, we're friends yeah come on let's, come do it. you know <laughs> just like little thing they said to you after a gig or something and went oh did you enjoy that yeah okay oh, do you want to do the roast battle yeah be great <laughs> you know yeah. you we're know, like uh, you know did you have fun yeah i did have fun yeah come on roast battle next week okay here's another question right for you because you were like you're doing you're flowering for spoken word are you mm. a poet at the beginning? No, no. no okay, no, no. that's okay then. Okay, I'm no, working. not at all. Uh,
1: <laughs> no, no. I was I was working for a production company called Show and Tell, which is still right. going, I believe, and um, they had just a number of different sort of artists on their roster, if you like, that were they're producing so. Uh, yeah, it was there's a comedy element in this poetry show. Yeah. So the the spoken word artists um were doing sort of a comedy poems. So it was yeah. very much part of the comedy festival. It wasn't the other side of the festival definitely yeah. um but yeah the rest of them were all, all comedians like ed axel for example right
0: right, yeah that's okay then but you know so you weren't like watching their their, their you know the, the whoever it was the guy <laughs> after his set go you know i like it but it's a bit predictable i know where the rhyme is going <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: <That's just it. laughs> i like poetry hack yeah like yeah, that. yeah that's good no um i'm not into in am sorry
0: <laughs> that's cool a,
1: a basic bitch i like, know a bit of dylan thomas that was by it
0: so, that's fine uh, yeah. I, I, mate that's great I'm, I'm i'm that's a quote now it's going in the beginning of podcast uh but like you think it's your your your, um your my bio for this podcast
1: (laughs) poetry expert Callum
0: Ross, uh, dim tops loves dim tops but um um you remember your first joke you wrote
1: do i remember the first joke i wrote yeah i don't actually i remember i don't know i remember my early bits oh my god it's embarrassing so i had one of my first bits that i remember was taking the mick out of I think Primark at the time was selling uh sort of Nirvana t-shirts like yeah. and Ramones t-shirts and the joke was sort of taking the piss out of like no, there's no way that these kids know who they they are they're just buying the t-shirts and sort of it was very uh, I think I was really influenced by sort of like Doug Stanhope yeah and acts like that and I thought I could be like this kind of like acerbic kind of gets burn everything down and Fuck yeah. the system, man. Sort of type of <laughs> comment, but I really, I was, I wasn't, and uh, everything was just sort of, yeah, taking the piss out of that. But I mean, I didn't, I, I didn't know. Do you know what I mean when I was a kid, I didn't know who Nevada was either until you listened to him, and so it's, it was, it was very like angsty and that sort of stuff. I also had a joke about. Uh, killing a cat with a bowling ball, which is like a surreal bit, yeah. uh, which sort of I did for way too long, right. <laughs> to be honest with you. Because yeah. uh, I think that was the first thing that actually got laughs, and I just kept it going for way, way, way too long. Should have been it, but yeah, that was my first first sort of bits I can remember really.
0: I think everyone, when they first have their, have, have their first set, is like all the things that they like, isn't it? Like, you know, you've got dogs, you've got cats, you know, you've got, I mean, yeah, wow. <laughs> you know,
1: I just remembered, so the first, the, first ever, the first ever gig I did was the Lion's Den, mm. but I did, the first ever gig I actually booked in was downstairs at the King's Head. Nice, nice. And, Jay, and you, you've done that. Oh, uh, yeah, it's pro- great. Brazil, it's oh, yeah, great. absolutely. And you had to phone up oh, yeah. between I, I nine. I love that
0: old school thing about it, though. You've got to ring yeah. up. Isn't that great? Like before 11 o'clock in the morning, isn't it? That's it. And it's just like, oh, yes, I can finally speak to a real person, and I feel I've definitely got the gig. Do you know what wow. I mean?
1: That I, to be honest with you, I feel the complete, I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I, hate it. I, hate it. I hate speaking on the, it's, I, I'm a, I'm a really, weirdly anxious person, right? Speaking on the phone, it freaks me out sometimes. I have to like build myself up to do it. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. um. It was really like nerve wracking. I just prefer to email someone in, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Peter's a lovely guy when you phone him, but uh, you know, you, you do shit yourself a little bit, especially yeah. when it's your booking in your first ever gig. You don't really know what to say. Of course, yeah. And I think I was like, um, uh, hi. <laughs> and he's like, hello. I, 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 yeah, I wanted I want to do comedy. I've been told the comedy happens and you book the comedy and I want to do comedy. And he's like, okay, because obviously oh, knew I was a brand new actor. like, okay, just come along. And yeah. it was like, you book it. And it's like you, it was like two or three months time yeah. when I phoned up. So yeah. I was like, "Oh, what do I do in, until then?" So I, I think I did like the Lions den in between them, before I got the uh, the actual the actual gig. And I remember, so I, was, I told you, my girlfriend was the one who was like, "Yeah, you should go yeah. and do it." Yeah. And I had subsequently broke up with her between her telling <laughs> to do it and then the two months. <laughs> so when I actually did the downstairs the King's Head uh, yeah. gig, that was all my material was like, I've just been broken up with my girlfriend. I was like really heartbroken. It was all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm, since then, I've noticed whenever I see a, a lot of new comedians, like both male and female, mm. they're always talking about how they broke up with their partner. Yeah. And it just seems like a real thing that people, it's like, it happens when you see new comedians, you see them at January because yeah. it's like a New Year's Eve resolution. <laughs> and then you also see it when they've just broken up with their partner because yeah. they've just got, oh, fuck it. This <laughs> is like yeah. they. I need to talk about this somewhere, and this is like a, a platform for it. And I'm going to make fun of it to make myself feel better. Yeah. And they just see them. Yeah, I always see a lot of new acts doing that. And, I'm, and whenever I see that, I'm like, ah, being their pal. Yeah, <laughs> don't, totally don't worry, you'll nice. get better. Yeah.
0: yeah so. it's- that's well. the for sure, man. Was it like it? But the thing is, New Year's is the worst time to break up with someone. You should break mm. up with them be in in November because then yeah. you don't have to buy them presents. I mean, come on, think about this. this <laughs> you no know, budgetary constraints. Stand ups hard. You know, you gotta, gotta hold smart. on to the money. You know, that's what it is. Or before, like, or or three months, but as soon as you book your Edinburgh show, break up <laughs> with them because then you'll have some money for accommodation. That's true.
1: That's <laughs> actually genius. Unless your partner lives in Scotland in Edinburgh. Correct. Then, stay with them forever. Yeah,
0: and then, they, you know, then you beg for them not to break up with you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love your cheap accommodation.
0: I mean, we're good together. That August, I spend a whole month with you. Yeah, you kind of do a little bit. You put your stuff here, fucker. Yeah, you're really it. nice to me from <laughs>
1: July to the end of August,
0: and then yeah, it changes. That's funny. So we broke up with, with, with her. Was it because mm. you were travelling to swindon uh, from swindon to london to do the gigs all the time We're like you have never got any time for me was that what it kind of was Oh well,
1: sort up? of mate because oh. here's the whole whole cup of uh cup of cum i've never <laughs> said that in my life i never said that before <laughs> um here's the whole thing basically when i was going to swindon to london to do these gigs she was cheating on me oh so she saw an opportunity, like a window of opportunity there and was like, mm. was cheating on me during that. So that was, that was the whole thing. Yeah. Mate, that's I it. know, I know, heartbreaking.
0: God damn mate. it, man. That's it. That is, <laughs> this is, that's a tough one to fucking come back to, isn't it? How was your gig? Yeah, it was, it was all right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> How was your evening?
1: Fuck. Mate, that's, uh,
0: we living with her at the time.
1: No, 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 oh, okay. I
0: wasn't with her or anything like that Fine, um, that's great isn't yeah. it, it's great yeah, Okay, I'm just going to get my CD and I'll see you later That's what it is, right? <laughs> yeah man, that's not much easier that would, been,
1: yeah, that would have been way way more awkward if I was living with her I think Yeah. Or, or harder to get away with But she'd have to time what time the coach was coming back I guess
0: For sure man, for sure, that's it it's like, I, I was like, uh, I thought it was like you weren't seeing her enough And then she uh, just went Either me or comedy you went, Look, comedy <laughs> 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 You know, Gosh. like Walks away with leather takes your leather jacket. I don't know why you've got a leather jacket in this scenario for some reason, and you've got like a like a load of bullets that you like I just could put these bullets up. You know, a bit like the Highwayman if you've ever seen that show. It's an old old late night show. It's like a bit like Night Rider, but with uh sort of um, oh. with um oh what's that guy the guy who was in Sin City the guy that got punched in the Mickey Raw. thank you a bit like him you know that kind of style guy like you just got a beat up face he's like yeah right. I'm, I'm out of here
1: Thanks. I'm a road a man of the, yeah I'm a road man that's
0: I'm it I'm, out. Yeah. I'm gonna go I'm gonna do some comedy I'm gonna do some shit that's yeah. what I'm gonna go to Edinburgh spend a lot of money that I don't have I'm gonna get an overdraft <laughs> 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 totally. you're me baby yeah. but it's gonna be on my fucking terms that's what mm. it's gonna be live A live life on my terms and I'm overdrafting multiple credit <laughs> cards but it doesn't matter Matters my terms, and yeah, the banks and the bank's yeah, terms. <laughs> sadly, depressingly,
1: really true. It's exactly what it was, basically, in my mind. But it was that. But doing jokes about killing a cat with a bowling. Ball. Oh, okay, nice, <laughs> nice.
0: Do some sketches and stuff. Do you like do acting as well at the moment? Or are you doing anything like that? Or
1: no, I, I, am not actually. I've, I've not had any int- in interest in doing that. I'll be honest. Um, I've I've started... The the clogs are turning in my head. The cogs are turning in my head, rather. I've started uh, <laughs> The clogs. Dutch
0: people. The Dutch people yes, are in my head. I have. Uh,
1: I have schizophrenia <laughs> for uh, exclusively people from Holland. And uh, they're turning in my head. And no, I've... Um, the cogs are turning in my head. I've been thinking about doing it. I think it's a very good thing to do is to have all that in your, your locker, do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I think I've, I've, I would... I definitely would, would like to actually do some acting lessons. I don't think I'm naturally a naturally good actor, mm. Winter... I'd like to learn how to do it to yeah
0: um, why not try it all eh? that's it you know and then yeah, see what, what lands that's definitely. what what you can move on with like I mean like it all because like, you, you know you see the thing right where well, you sometimes see comedians who kind of go gone to do sitcoms or any yeah. TV and you go oh my god they look like they are so out of their depth that you don't mm. want to be you want to have a little bit of Kind of like memory Drops. muscle, yeah, little chops, yeah, yeah little with that, and uh, you know, just rather than go, oh shit, fuck, oh, why is my why is my mic hand next to me? Why am I look like I'm holding an ice cream, but an imaginary ice cream right now? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but it's like that kind of thing. But okay, a question then. Going back to when you were saying about like when someone asks you about like how would you get into comedy, what would you tell them now?
1: Good question. I would very very encouraging, um, and I would say it's really hard, but don't worry about it. The more you do it, the better you'll get don't be put off by the dickheads because mm. the dickheads will eventually fuck off or like mm. you know there's always going to be dickheads so you just have to learn how to put up with it i would say just be true to yourself <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, i know it's <laughs> it feels, it's sounds cheap. right no you're right no you're it right. feels like a hallmark card yeah. but uh, it's very i think that's true like i know you're saying like jokingly sort of don't be yourself yeah and I think that's probably true in like roast battle. But ultimately, like in terms of your comedy, just do what you think is funny. Yeah. Don't worry about what you feel like you should be doing mm. to like fit into a box. Like, yeah, into yeah. a box. I feel like that was my problem early on, is I was trying to be what might win me a competition. Yeah. Like what might have that. When you start out, you do your five minutes sort of and you've, you're obsessed with, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but kind of getting to a final of one of these Leicester Square competitions because you feel that's the only way to get ahead, which isn't necessarily true. Mm -hmm. So you should just really focus on the long game, you know, Mm. and just learn how to just write, just write jokes. (laughs) And then write jokes you enjoy and and you enjoy performing them, which I think before I was just too obsessed with, like, I can't write about this because that's not going to... Yeah. get me a competition win that's good no one's going to be interested but actually a lot of people will be interested in it and because you care about it it's actually funny yeah and you can make it funny because you, you know that's that's what yeah. i say
0: write what you love about like you know right when destroy yes. it and, yeah really and like also like, like if you find it if you fi- if it's horrific and you find it funny just lay it out there isn't it just yeah. be honest with that rather than you know the, the sadness inside <laughs> yeah absolutely and yeah. yeah
1: yeah and and be nice to other comedians as well and yeah. uh and take risks, definitely. Yeah. Especially when you're starting out, why not? That's
0: yeah. the time to do it. Uh, I like to ask this question to everyone I to speak to. It's like, okay, look, like, as a comedian, like I'll give you an example. This is it's not an easy question. Don't worry, L- loads of time, no pressure. Sean Mio, you know Sean Mio, right? You know, like the the, the bitter, like cynical kind yeah. of like fun hatred he has for the audience. You know, but they really go with. You know, he really he's worked on that character of hit, part of himself for years to to really mm. ride that and and have fun with it he considers himself, when he goes, as a, as a comedian, when he goes round, he sees himself as an archetype, like a, uh, a, a gunslinger, you know, a gun, mm. a gun for hire. When you go up and like, you know, you, you do your comedy, sorry what well, this sounds so, well, so patronising I'm so sorry when you sorry. go up, and, when you go up and, and do your comedy no like you know it's like when you you know it's like, it's like it just you know when you hear yourself say something you're like oh, when you, you comedy, yeah uh, it like, did really feel like
1: you said comedy in like quotation yeah, totally, there, I, to you to, I didn't mean but, to say oh, it like that at all I know you didn't mean it so carry on it's fine
0: but now I've drawn, drawn attention to it it feels like I really did mean it it's just a sneaky jab that is not the case I'm not doing a roast battle on my own right now <laughs> um, but it's like look, you're is right you you, you when you when, when you're when you're when you're doing stand-up what, what do you see yourself as
1: i i honestly i i think a comedian should be able to perform every gig or at least try their best to make that gig work as best as possible mm. so the gun this gunslinger thing is really interesting i don't know what Shaw means by that but i perceive it as like someone can just like has his weapons ready yeah can pull them out and just fire anytime mm. like I want to be on, I think um, Joe Brand said this, but I want to be the sort of act that can kill in every room. And that's, that's what I want. I would love to be that as much as possible. So I want to be like a good sort of Edinburgh fringe comedian that could write a really interesting sort of hour show with narrative maybe. And mm. uh, I also want to just be a killer club comic as well. Yeah. But uh, the thing is, I want to do it on my terms. So therefore, I'm going to call myself... The individual.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I've had people say uh, I, I'm an I'm like a a first support IT yeah. technician. That's what they've Whoa. said. Like, uh, that's very specific. But I've had people say I'm gonna
1: that. Call, I'm going to call myself the lone. I'm going to change it. I'm the Lone Ranger. <laughs> right, okay. to go the cowboy terms, because like uh, I think you got to do you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I want to do like killer club stuff, but doing me. So like it's not me pretending to be. So I'm not. And that's that's the type of comic I want to be, and that's my favourite comics as well—the the mm. ones that can do that.
0: Do you have a clean set and a filthy set?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. I think you, you've got to have yeah, that, Um true. and you've got to have your Essex set and your, Lon- your like liberal elite London set as well. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, you, sure. you've got to be able to perform everywhere. Uh, yeah,
0: and your northern set as well. They're different yeah, as North- well
1: up north set absolutely you, do you know what you, I mean you've got to perform yeah. everywhere I think
0: you think at the beginning that one size fits all it's like oh no not at all <clears> not <throat> at all no 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 it's, no uh...
1: don't get me wrong you, you don't compromise yourself but you, you do jokes that you like but are clean you know? yeah, yeah you get booked for Radio 4 you can't be doing your dirty stuff do you know I mean if exactly. they for you yeah so that's a different. Can't be
0: doing your cat killing, getting killing your cat with a bowling ball bit. You know, it's, not, it's not going to go down, is it? Oh, I've
1: retired that, with it, to be honest with you. If you, want to, if you want to do it, if you want to take on that material, Thanks, I'm mate. happy to give it to you.
0: I'll, please send it to me. Send it to me. Uh, send, me send me a clip so I could get it just right. I just
1: want oh, thank God it's not recorded anywhere. Do
0: you have a video of your first gig?
1: I don't know. Oh, Thank God. God. Oh, um, no, Thank I, God. I
0: wish I had a video on my first gig, man. I really do. Just to see, like, how much joy I had and how different I am now. Yeah. Although yeah. oh, no, it'd be
1: good to see, because you're, you're obviously so much better than when you did your first gig, everyone is, yeah. of course. So, like, yeah, you would you would be good to see that. Just mm. be like, oh, I've moved on quite considerably here. Yeah. But, yeah. no, nah, the cringe factor, I, I really would struggle, to be honest, to watch it. I don't know if I could. Yeah.
0: Okay, then we're talking about cringe then. What is the worst gig you've ever been to? Oh,
1: there's, there's so many. That's so That's like, so uh, hard. I'll d- I tell you what, though. I do have one in memory. Yeah.
0: yeah. When, was... you, when you think and go, oh, God, oh, no, put that out. There it's go. trauma. Like, yeah. I
1: would rather revisit me getting run over by a car than, oh. than revisit some of these gigs, to be honest with <laughs> like, you. I get more PTSD <laughs> from them yeah. than I do from that. I mean, there's one in particular that I do recall that uh, has been particularly bad. Yeah. So it's 50 quid for... I think we did for 30 minutes, right? Oh, yeah, right. The, the 30 minutes was split into two 15-minute sets. Hmm. Uh, and this is a gig in West London. It was run by a guy called DJ Loneo. Okay. Right? Who had a hit in the late 90s, early noughties. I think. Yeah. It was called The Summer of Love. Yeah. So you can look this up. You might have heard it. It's like the Sermon of yes, I can't sing, it's I think like so apologies for your listeners. Do you know it? So <laughs> you've been uh, partying in the garage nights. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah
0: always, mate, constantly. Uh,
1: but yeah, it's a massive UK garage anthem, and right. um, yeah, so he had this hit single. He decides that he wants to start doing comedy promotion. Mm-hmm. So, which is fair enough. He's paying you know if he's doing he's he's got like a really nice venue he sold it out it looks good yeah. so i'm excited so i don't remember the other act but i do remember it's me and Radio isaac uh-huh. uh brilliant romanian comedian yeah. very funny great and anyway so we go up we do our, our stuff he's packed out this room before we go up he's there at the back djing so he's like djing behind us and he's playing like Eh, like explosion <laughs> sounds and shit. Like it's westward. It's crazy. We're like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. But I'm like, okay, fine. And I get up and I was I wasn't experienced with this type of gig. That it was yeah. like it, I wasn't experienced that like this is a this is a, a crowd that have come out to ultimately a club night, right? Yeah. So they they're like DJ Lonnie's audience. So they're someone that's wanting to go out raving. You know, just in the VIP area with champagne and sparklers, that type of crowd, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden they've got a, a comic that's gone on, I don't know what the fuck I was talking about then, but it probably wasn't what they wanted. Yeah. And bombed horrifically oh. for about 15 minutes. Oh. And then I learned a lot, because the other act bombed as well, I can't remember who they were, and but then I, rem- I do remember, it was the first time I met Radu, and he'd just come over from Romania, hmm. and he just, like, played it so well, because he just did, like, Right, I'm just gonna, I sound like the the meerkat yeah. uh, you probably heard of that and they just got on board with that and right. just like he killed right. it was really good and then I was like oh when do, so we're going to have a break and then we have to go back on again and I was shitting myself <laughs> so I just bombed it's the yeah. same people oh. I'm going to have to go up again so I'm already shitting myself about that right yeah. the break but I was like alright it'd be fine I'll do my time I'll get off mm. I'll, get, I'll get some money it'd be fine right Yeah. the break was an hour long oh. And it was just them playing, it was him just playing tunes, just like garage mm. tunes and stuff. And everyone was on the dance floor, just raving. People are now entering the night into yeah. the, so it's in, it's in a dance, it's in a nightclub. Yeah, yeah. So people are entering, <laughs> right? Yeah. And including half of the Crystal Palace football team. So I remember, do you remember, Jan, do you know much about football? No, not really. Nah, I was a player called Yannick Blassi, Right. Uh, right. And I recognised him straight. I was like, is that fucking Yannick Palassi, right? Yeah. And I knew it was him because there's a, a couple other Crystal Palace players uh, that came in with him. So I was like, it must be because there's a few other players, right? I was like, shit, I'm sweating. I'm, I'm having a panic attack. I remember speaking to Radio and Radio was like, so chill. He's like, "What? Oh, doesn't matter, it be fine. I was like, no, I'm, what the fuck are we doing? We had to go back up again. So I got, I was like, right, don't worry, just change your tacks. So I was like, right, just do shorter stuff, interact with the crowd a bit change your your rhythm whatever so he he's f- finishes the set hmm. the DJ set and then he starts playing the things and he just yeah. everyone's sort of raving but confused why he's doing the sound effects because they're just enjoying the music bearing in mind the there's a probably a uh, 50% extra people than there were before that are just here yeah. to dance and he goes right everyone uh, hope you enjoy yourself enjoy yourself and everyone goes like just, like, loving it. And he goes, uh, anyway, we're going to have uh, the, com- the second half of the comedy show now. Mm. Second half, And everyone's like, what? What's going on? And he had to, like, wait, like, ten minutes for everyone to settle down. Because people just clearly did not want to watch this show. Yeah, They just wanted to keep on raving and enjoying themselves. So they had to, like, spoil everyone's fun to get them to all sit down. And then me go up and go, oh, mean? Right, <laughs> yeah, totally. So You're I just bombed. Oh my god. even worse oh. than the first time and I was doing crowd work getting nothing I remember just looking this haunts me to this day I just looked at the, the, the back and I could see Yannick Balassi's face just looking at me like I'd taken a shit on his face oh. um, so yeah it was that, was. that was my worst gig and then, and then I uh, I took the money and run that and uh, oh. never looked back oh
0: man is it one, it's one of those gigs where you just you didn't sleep you're just like constantly just punching oh. yourself in the surface, oh my dude.
1: god I just remember the shower the next day just like, ugh, just crying. Like, oh, God. Just <laughs> holding like, myself.
0: Yeah. <laughs> totally. It's just, it's like, you you, but you a weird thing is, it's such a, a weird thing, a bad gig, isn't it? Because you know, you, you've got no one to blame but yeah. you, isn't it? It's like, oh, God, well, I've, I've done this to myself. Well, I mean, in fairness, yeah, I ha- think I'm wrong. There's a play that, uh, go on.
1: <laughs> it's all right, man. I was going to say, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Ultimately, there's a lot I could have done. I mean, Varadu did well, mm. so it was possible. But I feel that was one of the gigs where it's like, well, this is there's a lot of obstacles here, i <laughs> totally. just say that. <laughs> no,
0: no I mean like but like not just, you know, this is how many years ago is this now? i want to say 4. There you go. Look, this yeah. th- this is, you don't have the skills at that time to yeah. to put, you know, to, or the ammunition like, you know, to go right, okay, I know how to play this. This is what I need to yeah. do. And totally. it's it's just you so it's, it's all on you like man I've had like I remember you know, you go through, as you start talking before saying you go through your uh, Doug Stanhope phase and whatever, yeah. And or Bill Hicks was you know the or the the entry level to Doug Stanhope really isn't it?
1: Me too. Yeah, Bill yeah. Hicks was yeah massive influence when I started off. Yeah. And then
0: you can like you go okay, will I wear a suit jacket? Okay, let's wear a suit jacket. let get... And then I remember doing a gig and I was like in in Galway and I was like I'd done thirty gigs and I was fucking terrible. Like you know, and I was doing okay in the the rough venues because I had a bit of um you know a bit of banter. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. And then
0: I go up and do like the, went to this gig in Galway called the the last. Laugh- Lounge and Roisin Dove. And it was packed. It was eighty mm. people there. And they're sitting on top of each other. It was a lovely room. Like, and then I died. I walked on. Aww. I got. I got clapped on. And then silence. Utter. Like you could hear a pin drop. Like nothing. Nothing for. Ooh for like five I felt like a, like an hour but oh my god and I walked off didn't even get a clap off the stage mate it was Ooh. just like crushing man but like yeah and I just didn't have the skills mate I was just was like you know yeah, like, yeah go I play for that play for everything yeah who says play for everything the fucking idiots say play for everything wait wait <laughs> do
1: you, you know? think do you think though I don't know I feel like I, I, I might think that apply for everything not bad advice you know just have that attitude because what's the worst you, you bomb but you, I think you need to bomb to learn totally you know? totally it just means that you won't be able to go back there for another year yeah. until they forget you. That's, it, that's right. Please forget me. I've
0: I've apologized many many times now. Please can can I come back? Please, please, please. <laughs>
1: just just bomb, but don't bomb. Make make sure you're not know memem- they, they didn't remember you. Yeah. So if you bomb, don't sort of like kick off and like kick yeah. the mic out of the stage <laughs> or like swear at the audience. I don't know. Just bomb with grace. <laughs> that's right.
0: Bomb with grace, and, like like yeah. growing old, grow old gracefully, bomb Absolutely. with grace as well.
1: Bomb with grace and just go. I apologise. I know that wasn't good. I'd love to do it again. I'll come back in six months when I'm good. I <laughs> <you know>, whatever. <laughs> I think that's the way to do
0: it. I've had somebody say as well before on here that says like you know uh, when you've like when you when you don't have a good gig, it's like you're a plumber and you go round there and you mm. just shit all over their toilet. You just fucking <laughs> shit all over their toilet. And then you go, yeah. I can't remember who it was now who said it, but it was as brilliant analogy. And then, and, then, and then you kind of go, and then, so you wait a few, like a year or so, and they go, can I come back again? And I promise this time, I won't shit everywhere <laughs> in your toilet. It's like, and you know, having that yeah. is it's a bit so, you know. Well, here's, here's,
1: I love that analogy, but here's the difference. It's like, no. if, you go, if you go there and you go, Oh, do you know what? I needed to fix that you, Ben. I don't actually have the right tool because I actually haven't learned how to use this tool. Yeah. Then that's a bit more forgivable than you just shitting all over their toilet seat because shitting all over their toilet seat is you going up bombing <laughs> and then making fun of the audience, ruining the night for the rest of the acts. Like, you know, yeah. make, t- being a cunt to the promoter or whatever. Don't just bomb and bomb gracefully and just say, uh, well this hasn't gone well you've got some great acts ahead of you yeah. <laughs> and get off with grace and that's that's, right. that's yeah. basically you not having the right tool to fix the u Ben versus shitting on the toilet seat <laughs> yeah. I yeah I love the analogy definitely
0: <laughs> and, and, it, and it just gives comes a full circle to your toilet not being fixed yes, and the guy hasn't turned absolutely. up. Absolutely. And he um, hasn't turned up still. So. No, that's good mate. That's good. I mean, you know, it's, it's an underlying theme here. Uh, but so um, so what's next then, Callum? What are you what are you, are you maybe going to do that you I say you're maybe going to do the roast battles online? Anything else do you got in the pipeline?
1: Online. I mean, I'm kind of not putting too much pressure on myself. I think at the beginning of lockdown one, I put way too much pressure on myself to like do everything. And now I'm just like, well oh, I don't want to do TikTok. I don't know about you when I don't want to do TikTok. Yeah. I don't want to do mm. um, sketches on Instagram. I might change my mind about that, but it's just not me. I love live comedy yeah. personally, and um, I'm doing a podcast oh, um, nice. every week with uh, another comedian called Lee Hudson, and it's all it's, it's 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 football basically. And yeah. it's uh, all about football betting. We try and find like niche like uh, bets that might win you some money. So it's oh, yeah, hey. so all you can win some money, and we think it's quite funny. And that's every Friday. Uh, you can listen to it on Spotify. It's called Talking Slip and so we're enjoying that, so I'm doing that. I'm going to do try and do some more online gigs. I've done a few. It's not quite the same as live comedy, but, you know, it feels a void of sort of trying out new material, so it's yeah. quite good to do that, so maybe look at some of that. Um, I'm really just really hopeful that that by sort of the end of this year we'll be up and doing gigs again. Yeah,
0: me too. Me too, man.
1: Have you been doing many?
0: I did, like a, I say, the first lockdown, I did about about three Zoom gigs, and it was just like... God, right. I hate this this is no fucking fun at all man I, you know it just it just was like it's like having it's like going from meth to tea yeah Do you know what I mean it's like and I'm <laughs> like so it's like it's just and I, and I, I just I, I didn't I didn't pursue it anymore and I was like right I, in the first lockdown as you said like yourself I was like right I'm gonna write a sitcom so we've got to find a partner mm-hmm. and wrote a sitcom and I've six episode thing gonna try and send it to a few people but that I did that and I put all the energy into that and then the second yeah. one I was like Okay right fine um, I've written a new show um, And I'm just like Gonna just put that all together Because I did a clean show Last two years Like I mean To put it together And put a nice one, uh, clean show together and then, I was like, just to see if I could do it, even when it's right the clean, this, the, the the darkness started to come through. I was like, "Oh, okay," you know, it just starts to to bleed through, like you know, as you're like writing a sharpie, you know, like, "Oh, what, yeah. what's the, oh, all this blackness and, and and filth on the inside." It's kind of like so. That's what kind of happens. I was like, "Oh, I've got so I've got some clean filth, which is really odd." <laughs> yeah. So I've I've written that. So that's the next thing for me. But that's great. You've got something to do every week. That's why I like like doing this like podcast because you just you yeah. get to catch up with people and just sort of. You know feel like you're still doing something you know what I mean? yeah absolutely but That's yeah. Good man. so where can we find you then Callum?
1: you can find me on i'm on instagram and twitter at callum comedy i am on facebook also at callum ross comedy you can yeah. just find me there yeah. i'm not on tiktok yet no, no <laughs> we'll see by I'll the see. end of this i've, I've, this I've signed up to
0: it i've signed up to it but i'm like i haven't put anything on there yet it's like i watch everyone doing stuff on there and i'm like it just seems so desperate for me um, yeah. I, I, the only thing I use it for is if I could put a sketch on there or something you know, and then I go okay there's a sketch is on there Yeah. and then that's it but like, it just seems like everyone's doing the same thing and I'm like I don't want to do the same thing as what they're doing it's all copying oh, it just it feels it, it makes my skin crawl do you know what I mean I, I agree yeah. it, does,
1: it feels like a template that's been sent out and everyone's just following the same format of yeah. what to do mm-hmm. um, which I don't like I like a bit more originality which you get, you do get from, uh, from stand-up don't you, you yeah. people do do different stuff i think it's because it's online and people are just following the trends and the format of what's going well and they just That's copy right. that and it's is like Ugh, yeah it's a bit boring That's i true. don't know not that- for me
0: yeah, I mean, that's it, man. I'm the same. It's just like, yeah, I don't want to be a photocopier. I'm, I'm a human being, you know? Yeah, it's, man.
1: Uh, um, oh, we sound like Doug Stan, up again, aren't we, at the beginning? <laughs> we were <laughs> going to around. Like, yeah, man. Yeah, we're man.
0: We're artists. It. Yeah. <laughs> it's just stifling my creativity. That's what it is. Um, but, you know, as uh, we record a podcast <laughs> about comedy. uh, But, like, you know, so, look, hey, dude, look, let me know when the Rose Battle UK starts off again. Um, well, dude, right. But... Dude, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate your time. My pleasure. Me.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me, dude.
0: And that was episode 95 of the Comedy Defect podcast with the amazing Callum Ross. He's a roastmeister for Roast Battle UK, and they host a show down in the Bill Murray. Go check out Callum Ross Comedy on Instagram to find out when that stuff is happening. It's carnage. It's a wonderful show to watch. You will not be disappointed. It is just so brutal and so fun at the same time. So Roast Battle UK, Callum Ross Comedy, go check out the stuff there. And that's it for this episode, really. Uh, But next month, for episode 96, we have an amazing comedian. When I went to Hull one time, we talk about it in in the episode, but I won't go into it too much here. He absolutely destroyed the audience. He was a brilliant act. We talked about it on the episode, so I'm not going to butcher it here. But his name is Jonathan Mayer. He is absolutely brilliant. Uh, Sometimes you see uh, an act and you hear the joke and then, you know, you laugh and then like 30 seconds later you're laughing again because it's such a brilliant joke. He he was just excellent. And we talk about all that gig in the episode as well but I'll say is now, right, that Hope you had a good February and March is coming up. Hey, so we got Patty's Day coming. So we'll see what happens. We'll see. I might have a day off this year. We'll see We'll see how we go. Should be nice. But look, if you like this podcast, you want to donate to us, you can. Go to Patreon, type in The Comedy Defect Podcast and uh, you can donate as much as you feel this podcast is worth. But that's okay if you can't donate. Just, if you can't donate, just tell your friend about your favourite episode because it tells people where we are and what we're up to. If you want to follow me, I'm on Instagram at winterdominus. Winter, like the season, and then D-O-M-I-N-U-S. I'm on Instagram there and uh, you can follow me there or you can go to Facebook, like the Comedy Defect Facebook page or join the Facebook group as well. As I say, that is it really for this episode. That was episode 95, Callum Ross Comedy on Instagram. And go check him out and go check out Roast Battle UK. It's absolutely a brilliant night. And then next month, Jonathan Mayer for episode 96. And I hope, I say, I hope March is good. Hey, March is spring, right? We've got through the winter. Happy days, we've done it. Uh, so I hope you've kind of like, you know, everything's set set in line for the next few months and you're just kind of like, I say, just take it easy. Look, we've had hour, a hard couple of years. Give yourself a break. Take care. Speak to you at the end of March.